All right, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Sprint, they make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability from Pendleton Performance. Of course, former BYU Cougar Jordan Pendleton with us on the big show. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Uh, How's you and yours, actually? Everybody healthy? Doing all right? Yeah, man. Everything's everything's good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing very well, and uh, we actually, Gordon was referring to it, we talked to Austin Lee last week, and uh, he mentioned your name a bunch. It sounds like you've managed to stay busy through all this, helping uh, guys get ready for the draft. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it was a, me and Austin had a really good time. You know, we, we got him in actually in December, and he, he had a nagging hamstring injury coming off the season that, you know, it was kind of going on for a couple months, and and so we've, we've, we've spent a lot of time together the past three months, to say the least. And, you know, I'm just excited for him and excited for him to, you know, hopefully get the opportunity to go play at the next level. And he, he 100% deserves it in every way. He's worked his tail off. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier about his progress over, over the last three months and, and what he was able to do at his, his pro day that we were able to put on. And I just wish the best for him. And I, I hope a team will, you know, take a chance on him and he gets the opportunity to go showcase his skills. Is there a template you use to, to prepare guys or do you have to individualize it to the point where one preparation program might be completely different from another? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you have a, you kind of have a general, guideline and, and template that you you can piggyback off but every individual is different and that's what's so hard especially for you know the the combine and and for these guys as pro days is you you have a plan going into it just based off the last six years of doing it you you, you have a you have a template but you never stick to that template and that's that's the beauty of it every single person is different everybody is coming off of a a long season. Everybody's got nagging injuries. You know, with Austin, it was his hamstring. We didn't run a 40 yard dash. We did not run a 40 yard dash until about three and a half weeks before his pro day, because we, we were just, we had to be so, we we just had to take extra precautions with it. It was really bad. I mean, we, you know, we had to modify almost every single thing that we did with him and our goal was just to get him ready for – we just needed him ready for that one day. And so, you know, it doesn't matter what plan you put together. Uh, you always got to make adjustments. You've always got to, um, you know, improvise on the fly and do what's best for the athlete, whether that's pushing them forward and, and, and challenging them, or sometimes you got to hold them back. Uh, sometimes they're not responding the way you want, and you've got to make adjustments. And it's, it's really a chess match the whole entire time and just trying to get them to peak at the right time. But, you know, Austin, he just did a phenomenal job at, at trusting us. I know it was hard at times, but he put up phenomenal numbers and, and came out healthy. And, and now he feels, you know, he feels really good. And it's, it's good to see his confidence, um, you know, really elevate getting through, just getting through that and getting it over with. And his confidence level is, is sky high right now and you know that's exactly where it should be 
Jordan, most of the athletes I've talked to that have uh, you know prepared for the NFL Combine and uh, the NFL Draft have talked about all of a sudden they became track athletes instead of football players, and they started training for the tests. And I certainly understand that because it means so much. So I guess my question to you as somebody who's in the business of, of training these football players, do they need better tests to more accurately gauge how good of football players these guys are as opposed to maybe, you know, a 40 time or some or the five cone drill. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's really tough and you, you nailed it on the head. You know, how, how we train our NFL guys when they're here for the off season is 100% different of how we train somebody getting ready for getting ready for the, you know, their pro day or the combine. And, you know, with the combine, you're really training for like just, specific tests like you said the 5105 the shuttle the three cone the vertical jump the broad jump and so your training protocol is built around getting the absolute best times for for these tests and so you're getting guys in uncomfortable positions they're used to going out on the football field and and kind of reacting and and a lot of it is knowing the plays and knowing and watching film to then now trying to get them in a a sprinter start and working on their starts in their forties. And a lot of these guys have never really done that unless they've ran track before. And so it, it is a, it, it's definitely an interesting thing. You know, I've, I've heard rumors that they're going to get rid of the two, the two twenty five bench test, which in my opinion, it's just a stupid test. You know, I think in the last couple of years, they've had at least seven or six guys tear their peck at, at, in Indy at the combine because it's just, you know, it's just a totally different environment of training. And, you know, I, I think there is something to be said of, of having certain tests to be able to measure guys. And so far, these are the, the best tests that they've come up with. And I, I do think they do add value. You know, obviously, speed is a very important thing. And so you want to be able to, to measure speed, but not only just from a, a linear position from, a, you know, a 40-yard dash, but you, you also want to see how much they – how good they can change direction and plant and cut. And so, you know, I, I don't think the tests are, are terrible, but you know, it is, it is difficult because some guys, they get on the football field and they're a completely different athlete than they are when they're doing these tests. You know, at the end of the day, it all comes down to your film. You know, what, what did you show on film? What's your football IQ? And, and, you know, I, I think the numbers are important at these combines, but at the end of the day, if you put up great numbers and you don't really have any tape, um, you know, NFL scouts are looking at tape and they, and they know what kind of players these guys are. And they do a lot more digging than just seeing how fast they are. Oh, we were talking about this yesterday. We were talking about uh, Jerry Rice, the all-time greatest receiver. And he, what did he run, Jake, a four six forty yeah, something slow. like that? Yep. So, it's, so it seems like speed is so highly – thought of and yet like you were talking about uh jordan it's it's the whole animal that you got to measure yeah yeah you really do uh you know there's guys that are extremely fast and you put them out on a football field and they can't even catch the ball you know and so like i said i i think you know I, i think it's it's really helpful for the guys that are going later in the draft to to try and raise their stock but some of these guys that are going first second round you know, they've been all Americans and they've, they've put up numbers. They've put up ridiculous film against some of the top talent in the, in, you know, across the country, as far as at the collegiate level, um, you know, 
I don't think running a 4-5 in comparison to a 4-6 is really going to change the draft stock of somebody like that. But these guys that maybe have changed positions, maybe they've changed schools, they don't have a lot of tape, uh, you know, they don't, they don't have a ton of film, but they, they've shown glimpses of, of being capable of being a good football player. I think at that point, you know, these numbers speak volumes because uh, they, they can, you know, once you get into the later rounds, now it's like, all right, these, everybody's kind of similar. Um, who has more potential when it comes to athleticism and when it comes to ability? Who can we transform, you know, um, from here on out at the next level? And so it, it just depends on the, on the person. But at the end of the day, like you mentioned, you know, the film is the, is the most important thing. Can, can they, did they do it on the actual field? Did they make plays? Um, you know, were they assignment sound? Do they, do they understand coverages? Do they understand, you know, um, different formations? And, and can, they, can they make the proper checks? And, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what matters the most. Jordan Pendleton with us on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Jordan, I understand you've worked a little bit with uh, Bradley, uh, Bradley and I. How do you think his skill set and physicality will translate to the next level? I mean, the, the guy's an absolute freak. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just you, – you, you really can't put a price tag on edge rushers especially in the NFL. Um, I think whatever team he goes to, I, I think he'll be uh, an immediate player. I think he'll play immediately. Just watching his tape and seeing the way that he pass rushes, it, it is a, it's a very natural skill for him. I mean, he had 30, 30 career sacks at the University of Utah, and, you know, playing in the Pac-12. And he, he's just got some natural abilities that you can't really teach. It's, it's really hard to teach somebody how to pass rush he has a lot of natural skills you know being able to run on the edges of his feet and and use his hands and you know for for how big he is he's so fast and he and he moves really well but then he's also very physical as well and you know he's just one of those guys that you put on the edge and you just let him go because he's going to make plays and he's got a natural ability to to make plays and be in the right spot and um, you know he, he's just he's just an exceptional talent and I, I think you know any team that you know if you have guys that can get to the quarterback and and cause havoc in the in the pocket it's it's just a huge asset to your team. He's been durable too. Yeah, and that that's another thing is you know can you stay healthy doing it? It's a very physical position, and he's shown that he's been able to stay healthy and and uh, and consistent. Jordan Pendleton with us here on ninety seven five and twelve eighty the zone. Uh, Jordan, do you get much feedback from NFL teams on the guys you, uh, you work with? Do teams call you to get your opinion? No, I don't. I don't hear a lot from teams, you know, but I do stay in touch pretty frequently with their agents and the agents are constantly sending me feedback of stuff that they need to work on. Uh, you know, specifically with Austin, we had several DB coaches that, you know, um, in the NFL that were wanting to see certain things, um, whether it was with his hips or, uh, you know, whether it was with his feet. And so we do get some, we do get some feedback, but most of it comes directly from the agent, not the, not the actual scouts. One question I had for you, Jordan, is, and I wrote a column about this at sltrib.com, it's 
the Utes have been pretty successful at uh, spotting maybe, I don't know what you call it, raw talent or guys who might be three-star type athletes and develop them. So they, they in their recruiting, not only do they find guys who, who, uh, who they project to be able to play and be very effective, then that coaching staff has been able to develop that talent. Uh, what's your explanation for why they seem to be able to do that at such a nice rate? You know, I, I think Utah does a really good job of putting people in the right spots. And, you know, I, I think it's it's something that, you know, BYU has struggled with. I, I've, I, I've come on your guys' show for years now. One of the main people that we used to talk about all the time was Fred Warner. You know, I felt like BYU was using Fred Warner the wrong way for the last two years of his career. I've said it a hundred times. And some people thought I was crazy, but and now I see him playing for the Niners, and he should have been a Pro Bowler last year. And he almost looks like a totally different player. And you know, not seeing him be able to produce those same results in college was very frustrating. Whereas you look at somebody like Kyle Van Noy, who made I don't know how many plays in college. I thought Mendenhall did a very good job of putting him in the right spot, and so. I just think Utah does a really good job at that on offense and on defense. You know, they, 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 guys like Brenton Covey, who they'll, they let do multiple things. They let them throw the, throw the ball out of the backfield and they just put guys in great positions to, according to their strengths to go out and, and execute and make plays. And they just, they've done a really good job at that. I don't know if it's so much about, recruiting the talent or development as much as as it is them putting people in the right spots. And that goes a long way when you're confident in your players and your players are confident that you believe in them and, and you put them on the right, you, you put them in the right spots, you get them on the field and you allow them to go out and, and do what they do. And they've done a really good job of that. Jordan, thank you very much for jumping on with us as always, giving us a little insight. Good luck uh, to your guys uh, coming up this weekend. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Jordan. Jordan Pendleton, of course, former BYU player and owner of Pendleton Performance, working with a lot of these guys, including Austin Lee, getting them ready. Uh, interesting conversation. Why don't they just change the, the tests at the Combine? I mean, do you, if you're trying to get an accurate assessment of how these collegiate football players are going to be at the next level, you know, it, it seems to me you don't want them training for track events for six months, right? Gordon, <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense. Why don't you come up well, with, a, well, with, with a test that would actually more accurately measure a football player's football playing ability? Such as? I mean, if you were to measure speed and quickness, what would you rely on? I don't know, Gordon. I'm not a an exercise science uh, scientist. Do you, do you In fact, I think have, out of the do, two of us, you know more of those than I do. Do you think they should uh, maybe run uh, forty or thirty or twenty in full football uniform on grass? My sports science joke. You you didn't even laugh at that. Come on, no, that at I least didn't. deserved a chuckle. You've got. Uh, a, a... I kind of chuckled to myself. Okay, all right. Uh, I don't know, Gordon, but I'll tell you this: like, why does an offensive lineman need? Why do you need his time in the forty? 
I mean, what is what is that really doing for you? You know what I mean? Like, a, like take that's Brad. A good point. How often does a does somebody like that run forty yards? And is that useful in gauging their acumen as a football player at all? Or even like like Bradley and I, you know, Jordan was talking about uh, speed off the edge in a short burst and how important that is to his particular position. Do you get that with a forty? Not really, right? So couldn't you <laughs> no, come up with something so. that is more, I guess, couldn't you come up with tests that are more accurate at least to the position, right? Maybe a 40 time gives you a good gauge on a corner, but does it really on a linebacker? You know, couldn't yeah. you, couldn't you yeah. customize that a little bit based on at very least position? Well, for instance, let's say you have a linebacker. Could you, run, you could run him sideways from sideline to sideline. And see how he does there, because that's something that might be valuable in measuring what a linebacker can do, how, how much ground he can cover and what amount of time. You know, I wonder with the technology and how everything is filmed these days, I wonder if you could take a, a player's game tape and figure out how fast they were running. <laughs> you know what I mean? How hard could that yeah. be, right? If, if you've got, I mean, eye in the sky never lies, right? You've got all these practices and stuff on tape. Couldn't you just take some live action and figure out distance and math and all that stuff and actually figure out how fast they were running? Well, that's why I think uh, what what uh, Jordan was talking about with the value of the game film is is pretty important. The, the problem there is that they're going up against varying levels of competition, and uh, sometimes that's hard, hard to pick out. But, like, well, if we're going to stick with the Jerry Rice uh, comparative, uh, he was wasn't exactly going up against the toughest competition in college. So, I, I don't know. It's it's it's. You'd think that they would have it down to an absolute silence, but uh, science. But it it still comes down to a bit of a crapshoot, doesn't it? You know, Gordon, I I was kind of joking when I brought it up, but considering you do have some exercise sports scientists in the family, uh, when you get a I chance, do. you should uh, you should run that by them, see what they think. If there would be better. Yeah exercise tests for the combine than the ones that are used now i bet you they'd have some pretty good answers oh they i've already talked with them about it and they, well then they why say, did you laugh at my joke that was exactly my joke that yeah, you have access that, to this information and you were like yeah. Mah, move right on I, by. I, I have well i didn't do that <laughs> but i have i have talked with them about the way some of the some of the football players work out and the, 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 what they're subjected to. And they, a couple of them have sh- sh- shake their head and say that doesn't necessarily uh, prepare a player for his absolute performance. But that, I don't know. Uh, they're, not, they're not trainers for uh, a football team. So anyway, uh, maybe, you could, maybe you could like have a, at the combine – turn a player loose and then have like a bear chase after them and see, you know, how fast they run then. I'd want something faster if I were testing like my wide <laughs> like receivers or something. Yeah. See how <laughs> well, you do that, against well, that's too uh, fast. See how you do against a leopard. Go. <laughs> yeah, but here's the here's Tie the problem with that. Tie the flank steak around your legs and <laughs> go. <laughs> and if you're not fast enough, then you have a casualty on your hands. Well, you know. Maybe Hey, you want to find the best or not, Gordon? What right. do you want to hear? <laughs> How much do you want to know? You guess if you want, but we're making sure on this team. All right. And then, been... you, then you have a player who ends up with the nickname Tiger Snack. 